What's going on, quitters? It's another episode of Don't Quit Your Day Job. You know me. I am your host, comedian Maxim Allen. Today is September 24th, 2022. It feels like it's the second day of fall in New York City. That's right. It's cold. It's chilly. We're wearing hoodies. Uh, we're chilling. Leaves not quite crunchy yet, but it's nice. I can uh, I can think again. Um, I'm not sweating all the time. So great, great, great stuff. Um, this week, no big announcement. Just please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Leave an Apple re- Apple podcast review. Give me five stars, baby. I know you're listening to this. Uh, leave a little review if you love me like you should by now. All right, guys. <laughs> Enough of me rambling today. I have a very special guest, a uh, very funny comedian and recently viral TikToker. Give it up right now for Momo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here, baby. Like and subscribe, you fucking heathens. Yeah. <laughs> like and subscribe. We got him. We got him. We didn't even have to steal his content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one's still too close. <laughs> too close. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thanks um, for having me. What so you're you're like how long have you been doing comedy for? Uh like a year and a half. How long have you been doing sketches for? Is this like a recent development? <laughs> yeah, for you? This is like, yeah, like the last few months. Oh dope. Okay. Cause yeah. you've been blowing up. And for the listeners, I mean you probably saw it. It's uh if you want to tell them what the premise is, <laughs> uh, the one that blew up. Yeah, the one that blew up is an idea like me and Grant. So you gotta give a big shout out to Grant Moore for like he's we're kind of becoming like just like partners in this thing. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's uh it's called the white friend training. And so it's whenever your friend does something like borderline racist, you just spray them with a water bottle. <laughs> Which, you know, what's weird about that is like we we came out we came out with that like a long time ago. Yeah. It was like a few months ago. And I remember I even went like I bought the bottle and mm-hmm. we were like trying to shoot it. And then we were like, we had the takes and we were like, ah, it's not good. And then we shot it again in our place. We had those takes and we were like, ah, it's not good. And yeah. then like one day we were just like, all right, we want to start doing sketches again. And we were like, let's just shoot this one again, you know? Nice. And we shot it all. And even like the day before I posted it, I was like nervous. I didn't want to post it. <laughs> I really did it. <laughs> Cause I was like, dude, this is like, it's like a weird, it's like a, yeah. you know, it's like a, it's a vague territory of like some of these jokes are like, yeah, I don't know. People are going to get mad, which they did. <laughs> they did? <laughs> yeah. There's a full race war happening in my TikTok comments. <laughs> it's going. <laughs> I didn't even look. I'm just like, this is one of those things where it's like, yeah, this is just a hilarious, well-written sketch. Yeah, so. <laughs> which is what we thought. So then, I don't know. I just, I sent it to a few friends the night before and they were like, it's good. Put it up. And I put yep. it up and then it just took off. And we are like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. It's like one of those things where it's like, you know, when comedians say like, we're pushing boundaries. They're just being hateful. This is one of those sketches that I'm like, this is how you do it. This is like social commentary with the humor. Nobody gets hurt. Yeah. Yeah. No one gets hurt. It's like inside jokes that like a lot of like white people like didn't know. Like the the cash app one was the biggest one. Yeah. Like that, like to me, it was like so obvious. It was a throwaway for us. And then like, yeah, yeah, that's the biggest thing that people are like, wait, what's up with cash app? And then they're just people explaining it to them. Can I, I, I'm going to be real. I literally had a conversation with my white friends last night. They're like, why? Like, what's the deal with cash app versus Venmo? Yeah. And I had to explain it to them why. And, I'm, and they're like, they're like, oh yeah. Like, yeah, it just makes sense. But I don't even know like what the actual reason, like, I'm sure there are like, whatever, like it's a, the, the real reason is uh-huh. cash app does not, does not require you to have a bank account. Oh. Venmo requires you to have a bank account. So cash app, you can have money in your cash app and pass it along. So, but you don't need a bank account. So you can always have that cash. And if you go one step further, you can get a card that's a debit card linked to your cash app bank account free. Yeah. So naturally people from 
less economically stable communities who don't have access to bank accounts or don't have bank accounts are going to use Cash App. Oh. And it kind of became a cultural like split in a way. Really? Yeah. I thought it was like, I thought Cash App just like marketed to black people. Which it could they be, I mean, it probably, <laughs> you know what have. it is? It probably just like so many factors going into mm-hmm. it that just like creates this like weird thing. Yeah. But like, yeah, that was always a thing. Like when people would be like, you know, like, will you Venmo me? Like for a while, I just had cash up. Really? Yeah. For And then like, I just got a Venmo because I was like, well, everyone's using mm. Venmo. Like, this is going to keep being a thing. I might as well yeah. just get Venmo. See, I, yeah, I, I just like, what I told you the reason is just, I read that in an article and I was like, that checks out perfectly, you know? Yeah. But I did not have Cash App until this year at my open mic because <laughs> there were comedians who only have Cash App. Yeah. And I was like, I've never encountered this before. So now I have a Cash App with $4. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got a Venmo with a hot $1. On yeah. It. Yeah, so I, <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, the sketch blew up fucking hilarious yeah love the commentary um that is not why you're here today though (laughs) (laughs) it just synced up uh but uh so comedy when or did you grow up exposed to comedy what was your first like comedy exposure as a child teen adult whatever you know what it was like so my dad's like a an immigrant dad he's like like he's Mm -hmm. like doesn't show a lot of emotion you know Mm -hmm. but i remember like one day i came home and he was like watching a dave Chappelle special Mm -hmm. and i just like I saw him watching it like the same way he like watches the news where he's just like, just kind of like that, you know? And then I just saw him like crack up and I was like, holy shit, I've never seen that. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is he doing that made him laugh like that? Yeah. And that's, that was like probably like my first introduction to comedy, Mm -hmm. Um, like stand up as a form. Okay. But I think I was always just like funny. I mean, I was always like the fat kid, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was like, I was always like, that's my way of getting into groups is like, just make them laugh. They can't hate you. Yeah. If, you know, that's fair. That's yeah. uh, the best defense mechanism. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's like, if I just make, and I used to be like mean and now I think I'm, I mean, I'm still kind of mean, but like less mean. You know? <laughs> like, are you, are you be, a roaster? Yeah. So it used to be just like fucking going at people. Oh my God. Um, but now it's, now it's less, it's just like, just try to be charismatic. Yeah. That's all I run on. It's just charisma. That's good. That's good. See, I was, uh, in, like when I was younger, I would be mean without being funny. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. And now that I'm like older, I'm like, oh, yo, I can do roast battles so I can be mean and be funny. Yes. I'm like, not mean to people otherwise, but if I have the excuse. Yeah. Let's do it. Exactly. Because you're given, you're given the like, you can say exactly the same thing you would say in a different situation that people would be like, oh, my God. Yeah. And you do it in a roast. People are like, that's good. Yeah, Amazing. You know? Well done. Yeah. The context of it matters so much. Yep. As Absolutely. So you're, you watch this, uh, Dave Chappelle thing. I'm, or how old are you when this happens? Are you, uh, probably like 13. Okay. So you're, 14. you're of the age where you can probably start understanding the jokes and the content yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Did you, uh, go out and did you find any comedians you like or any, did you have any favorite comedians when you were younger? Or? I mean, for sure. Chappelle, I mean, and yeah. still is like what, probably like one of my favorites top, top three yeah. for me. Um, I, I didn't watch any of Chappelle's up until I was like a year into comedy. Like she, how? Dude, I just never did. And I didn't have I didn't have cable growing up, so I didn't get the Chappelle show. Oh. Like those like cultural ins to it. And I just like didn't. And then I watched some Lee actually showed me. Oh. We watched three Chappelle specials in an evening. And this is before he went a little, you know. Yeah. But this was like 2019. We watched three Chappelle specials back to back. And I like couldn't believe it. I was like, this guy, the storytelling, the impressions, the joke writing, like all of it. It was like, this is how can you be a stronger comedian? Yeah, this, no. You know, There's, he's undefeated. Yeah. What he does. I mean, <laughs> absolute like, goat. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's he's probably my goat, to be honest. Yeah. Um. 
But yeah, Chappelle, old Eddie Murphy was also really big for me. Oh yeah. Like all the <laughs> movies and then, but the stand up too. Mm-hmm. Um, really good. Like Raw and Delirious are so good. They didn't age well, but <laughs> <laughs> you rewatch them and you're like, how? Ooh, yeah, right. It's a lot of big words there. <laughs> I can't, I can't wait to find out what uh, comedy from our time we're going to look back on in 10 years. Like that didn't age well, considering how careful we are all the oh, time. Yeah. <laughs> Forget about that. There's people that are still doing the comedy from 20 years yeah. ago today. <laughs> and they're like, true. why isn't it working? You're like, oh, well, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> when you have a comedian go up at a packed mic and they tell a joke and everyone looks at each other silently and they're like, come yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go, all right. You're not getting the clues here, dude. <laughs> yeah. Maybe 20 years ago you could make your punchline a slur, but you can't really <laughs> yeah. you can't really get away with that now. Um so yeah. do you find any are you watching any like sketch shows or any time when you're young or like or sorry, anything or not really, no. Or I think just... all my sketch like experience comes from YouTube probably. Okay. YouTube's probably like my biggest like the biggest thing that's influenced me. Mm. I watch way more YouTube than I do TV or anything. Really? Yeah. How old are you? 23. 23. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Damn. I thought you were by I'm 28. Oh. <laughs> okay. So for you then cuz okay, for me 7th grade in 2007 was mm-hmm. when YouTube like dropped. Like that was yeah. like Charlie the Unicorn and all that and that like was like the game changer. But you were then much younger. You were like early. You're in elementary school and YouTube is like starting to pop off. Well, the thing is I grew up in Sudan. Oh, right, so right. So we get everything way later. Okay. So like in Charlie like, the Unicorn is 2014. Yeah, <laughs> like legitimately yeah. though. Everything like ev- like in cultural references, yeah. I'm like 10 years older than like I should be cuz I got everything late. Interesting. And okay. then, and like all the stuff that I know about like pop culture, like I kind of retroactively had to go back and learn mm. them, you know? Like I didn't, I didn't know who Bruce Springsteen was until like a year ago. <laughs> I had no idea. No clue at all. I've never listened to any Bruce Springsteen music, but when I moved to New York City and all my coworkers are from Jer- Jersey, they don't they don't let you forget that Bruce Springsteen is from New Jersey. From fucking Jersey. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. the only thing else that's from Jersey is toxic waste. Yep. <laughs> that's and it. Frank Sinatra. That's true. Even though he's like a New York guy. Sinatra's kind of like, yeah, I'll, I'll go with Sinatra. New Jersey people will claim him so readily. They're like, Frank Sinatra's from New Sinatra, Jersey. Sinatra, yeah. You know? <laughs> well, I went, I went to Hoboken with uh, one of our friends. And mm-hmm. yeah, we just went to like every deli you go into has a picture of Frank Sinatra in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, there's no way he ate at all these places. You know? He's he's dead, isn't he? He's yeah. Dead. Oh, he's way dead. Yeah. He's been dead for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So rewind a little bit. So YouTube. So actually, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. When did you move to the States from Sudan? 2011. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So how old were you when that happened? Then I was 12. 12. Yeah. Okay. So you come to the States when you're 12. Are you, so like pre this, are, do you have access to YouTube? Are you watching YouTube videos like, or is it kind of? It's the la- the last year before we moved is when when I like found out about YouTube. Okay. Like I remember the first, I think the first ever music video I ever watched was Baby by Justin Bieber. Well, Because that one was like going, going crazy yeah. on YouTube. And that was the first one, I think. Yeah. But even then, like I wasn't watching YouTube. Right. I was watching like music videos on YouTube. Right, right, right. Yeah. That was, I mean... As a child, I remember that was a big one, dude. That's a banger. Like, yeah. Dude, when I was like, dude, you can watch any corn video you want. Yeah. Whenever you want. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred <laughs> <laughs> You get like, you when you find out you get access to just all of it, and you're like, oh my God, I can like do whatever. I can look, watch whatever, like, you know. Yeah. It's a lot of power. A lot it's of a lot of power. Yeah. For someone who can't really spell even, you know. <laughs> you're just like, here's the internet. So you you moved to the States. Are, are you like as soon as I get there, I'm hitting the YouTube hard. Are you? Like, no. Dude, I'm not even like thinking of that. When yeah. I, when we first moved, 
my parents didn't even like really tell us. Really? Like because in Sudan you have like this big um, exam like in your eighth grade. It's kind of like okay. the SATs. Right. So like it like really dictates like what you're gonna do and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like a really smart kid. Yeah. And if you're like in the top, I think thirty in the country, they put you on like the news. Like they'll put your face up and they'll Whoa. like. And I was like, that was like I was gunning for it because mm-hmm. then also when that happens, people give you so much money. Really? Yeah, people like just give you money. Wow. It's like a congratulations, like you did it kind of thing. Sick. So I was like, I'm gonna fucking do this. This mm-hmm. is the summer before like I'm supposed to go in eighth grade. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm studying every day because I'm like, I'm gonna do it. Well, you know? Yeah. And then I'm like, I come home from summer school one day and my mom, I think my parents literally were just like, Yeah, pack up, we're moving. And I was like, What what the fuck are you talking about? Whoa. And they're like, Yeah, we're we're gonna move. We're going to America. And like at the same time, I was like so pissed because I was like, you knew this though. Why'd you make me go to summer school? <laughs> like you made me go to summer school still. <laughs> you knew I wasn't taking this exam. None of this is useful now. Oh like, my God. Learning Arabic. <laughs> For what? Yeah. <laughs> but so they do that. Uh, and yeah, they were just like, yeah, we're going to move to America. And then, yeah, it's all like kind of a blur to be honest. I just mm. remember like we just moved. And then we moved here. I think my dad left like a month or two before. Mm-hmm. Bought a house. And then we just moved into the house. Damn. Whoa. Yeah. What uh, What state did you move to? North Carolina. Kind of chill. Yeah, Kinda pretty chill. chill. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. It's good that I didn't move straight to New York. I would have like, I would have been a weird kid. Like, yeah. That's too big of a cultural shift to like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's crazy. Like I grew up in Denver for the most part. Mm-hmm. And like the even the culture shock between Denver and New York City is like immense. Yeah. yeah. New York's a whole different thing. Yeah, it's like the one and only. There's no, I haven't ever been to anywhere in the United States that like can even match pieces of it. No, no. It's the best. There's, yeah. I've been like a bunch of like big city, like I've been London, Paris, all these like big Mm -hmm. cities. And it's like, it's, it's close in the busyness of it, of like where you're like, I, things are happening. There's an energy in the city, Mm -hmm. but New York is still just different. Like you walk down like Manhattan on a nice day, you just see just crowds of people and like everyone's going to do something important. You're like, damn, I got to like step my shit up. Yeah. That's one thing I love, like moving here too. Like when I started comedy back in Denver, it was like, yeah, people were doing comedy, but I was like, there's not people who, it doesn't feel like there's people who are doing like a, like stuff. Yeah. Like everyone is kind of like the creatives are kind of off in their little holes far away from everybody. Yeah. You come to New York City, especially doing comedy, you start just meeting like hundreds of people who are doing all this cool stuff. Yeah. Who are like getting after it in their own ways. You're like, oh my God. Yeah. Do people just not have drive in other places? <laughs> like- well, it's crazy because like people like the idea is like, you know, like if you you move to New York and you try to make it. So you're like, you're grinding and stuff. But I think this is the biggest thing is like the access to like people and resources yeah. in New York is like, mm-hmm. that's the thing. That's why you move here. And that's why you can get better. Yeah. Is like you, you know, like all, all of your peers are also good comedians and mm-hmm. also like working hard and like, you know, you get to like just talk to these people that like, if you know, like if I was in North Carolina, I just wouldn't have access to. Right. You know, absolutely. And that's not the shit on North Carolina. There's way funnier comics in North Carolina than I've seen in New York. But <laughs> but it's just it's the yeah. accessibility. Uh huh. Yeah. So when did you. OK, so you come to America, you moved to North Carolina. Yeah. Settling in, figuring stuff out. Yeah. Uh, real quick before we get back onto comedy, what was your biggest culture shock? Did you have a big water thing? fountains? Water fountains, bro. I was drinking from a water fountain like it was gonna run out. <laughs> like <laughs> I was so shocked. Whoa. Like, water fountains and grass. Grass was crazy. Really? Yeah. Like because yeah. we don't have grass. It's a desert. Right. 
Yeah, we're just like, it's dirt roads and stuff. And it's just like, everyone has grass all the time. Yeah. Which is crazy <laughs> to me. Yeah. I, I think a lot of a lot of places are trying to move against grass now because all it does is just take water and it's not even natural plants. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I ever, if I ever own a real house one day. <laughs> <laughs> not in the city. <laughs> yeah. If I ever leave the city, uh, I, I want to do a zero scape when like, like all just like rocks and sand and just like natural plants. I want to do one of those. That's cool. Yeah. You just have to have the greenery. Yeah, the th- like the thing about grass is it does look nice. It does look nice. It looks really nice. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big like Southwest vibe person. Like I like oh. I like Arizona, New Mexico, Utah, Colorado. Really, you know, Four Corners. I like that dry, arid sunset color type shit. You know. Yeah, I like I like dry climates for sure. But I don't know if I could live in Arizona. Jeez. I, culturally, I don't think I could live in Arizona. Yeah. Geographically, 100% I could. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe, I mean, Vegas. Vegas is like a desert, but also yeah. big. I like Vegas. I, I think if I was going to move, uh, if I was not going to move back to Denver in the Southwest, I would move to Santa Fe. Santa Fe is dope. New Mexico? Yeah. Rules. I've never it's been there. Very pretty. Very cool. Everything is Puebloified, which is... Okay. So at all their buildings... Are look like Pueblos. McDonald's look like Pueblos. Yeah, it yeah. was like a whole marketing thing that came up with in the '60s to like bring people into the city after one of their military bases like shut down, and yeah. so now everything is just like it looks super Native American. It's yeah, very cool. But they were like, "What if our city has a theme?" Basically, <laughs> that'll get people a hundred percent. Yeah, I, mean, I guess it did. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it was very cool. So anyway, uh, so water fountains, grass culture shock. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Okay, and then also girls in shorts. Girls that in shorts. Crazy. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> I guess it makes sense. Yeah, I was like, what? The, what? It's <laughs> <This is> insane. <laughs> so, also with the um, humor was I'm guessing the style of humor is very different. Or is it? Yeah, I don't know. I actually didn't even consider that. I think uh, our culture is like very uh, sarcastic. Mm. Very sarcastic. Very like under your breath. Like. You know, you okay. just say it and you walk away and then yeah. they catch it two seconds later. And Americans are like, what the fuck is it? Yeah, <laughs> like very in your face. Yeah. But I was always like energetic, yeah. you know? And so, I don't know, like I feel like that is what, uh, like I can be both of those two things. Like, I mean, mm. if you see my stand-up, like it's like yeah. sometimes I go very big, you know? And, then, and a lot of times like some of the, like, the better jokes are just like things I just say offhand and then yeah. I'll just wait and see if they catch it or not. Yeah. You know? Um, I love the confidence to be able to do that. I'm like, I, I feel like I end up just being like more like in your face about stuff because if I say something offhand or quietly, I'm like, if I say it and they don't get it, this is going to bomb so hard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I just say it nonchalantly. So yeah. like, so that in my head, like it's it's bad, but I rationalize it in my yeah. head where I'm like, oh, they probably just didn't hear it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when it's like, no, maybe it sucks. <laughs> maybe say it confidently, see if they laugh. Yeah, right. And then, yeah. <laughs> so a lot of it is is a little bit of that. I just mumble all my jokes. I just hope they get it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <if> they hear it. <laughs> maybe they'll just laugh so I get off stage. <laughs> so when do you when do you start getting into like like true like YouTube sketch stuff? I don't, well, I don't know if it's like sketch. I think it's more, um, I like Vine was big. Vine, yeah. Vine okay, was big yeah. of like sketches and like right. seeing that format. And just like, I think that put in the idea in my head of like, you can just make these. You can just yeah. make them, you know? Mm-hmm. They're just making them. It's just this guy in his bedroom. Yeah. He made us whole scenario, put you in his world. Mm-hmm. And that put my head in, but I was still like too shy to do that. Like this is like right. high school. Like I'm not, I'm not yeah. even thinking about comedy really. I'm not like thinking of that as a career. Right. I still was like, you know, trying to, I don't know, still trying to like basically assimilate really. Yeah. 
wasn't really a, like dreams didn't come in until later. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, I always felt like when Vine came out, Vine like launched uh, summer. I think summer after my senior year of high school, like mm. right before college, and I was just always like, how do people come up with this shit? Yeah, like, and have like the the strength to like post it and believe in the stuff they make. You yeah. Know? It, even now I haven't posted any of my standup clips online. Really? I'm still like, I don't, I'm, I'm about to, I'm very close. You need to, but just like building up the confidence to be like, people will like this and they want to see it and it will be good. Yeah. You know, that Obviously, shit is crazy. Sean helped me that with that, like a lot. Sean Malay, good friend. Um, but he, he's a TikTok guy. Like he's, mm. he does amazing TikToks, but he like got me to get over the mental thing. Where I was like, dude, like, it's like, it's, I'm scared, you know, to put it up or whatever. And he was just like, no, like the first one's scary. But then after you post the first one, even if it bombs or it does well, you're like, oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I just have to do this. That's like, fair. To, to grow an audience to like try to do it, you know. And then when one of them does well, like even if it just does better than you thought it would. Yeah. You do feel, you're like, oh shit. Like I, maybe I am good at this. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's a good way to think about it. Yeah. I'm like most worried about one of my coworkers seeing it and yeah. finding out I'm a comic. I am too. So you could say in a way, I'm just scared of how successful I potentially could be. I'm scared <laughs> of my own potential. Yeah. Cause you know, when you post it, it's going to get a hundred mil. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's yeah. going to see it. One yeah. hundred mil. That's me. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> going to see it. Who? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's not bad. If that's how they find out, that's not a bad way they yeah. find out. I had, there's, I have two coworkers one, that know. One I knew right away was cool and I could tell. The other one accidentally found out, but he's also cool. So he knows to keep it on wraps. Yeah. One of them, the one I told initially, he, uh, he actually came, uh, Julia Zen, you know her? Mm -mm. Okay. Well, uh, very funny comedian sketch. Yeah. Com not comedian, improv, whatever. She's great. She's one of my friends. Funny. Funny. Uh, but we did a roast battle a while back and she posted some of the roast battle on her TikTok. Oh. And that coworker was like, sent me the TikTok and he's like, oh, I thought this was you. Great jokes. I was like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> this is a real possibility. It's really <laughs> weird when people send you your video and they're like, yeah. oh shit, you're, you're like good stuff and you're like ah oh, fuck we have not talked in like seven years yep. this is weird that this is your reintroduction yep. to me you know <laughs> I, I literally had one of my uh oh, when i was on two nosy meerkats uh, lucas arnold gabby jordan brown's podcast, yeah. great friends great podcast mm -hmm. they posted their clip and then one of the one of my friends from like my hometown that i like grew up with sent me the clip and i was like yo people from my hometown gonna be seeing my yeah face. Gonna be seeing my face <laughs> dude it's it's so weird like yeah cause i've had people like from my high school like or like will dm me or whatever and it's like it's weird because i put it together and like whenever you see that person's face you're like thinking back oh when's the last time i talked to this person and it's like oh i was like a high school kid we were both like in high we didn't like you know we were just completely different people yeah. so it's like damn like it's the jump from that to like now this yeah is like kind of weird yeah. I mean, it's cool though. I feel like it's cool. Once you get enough space from that high school experience and you can be like, oh, I can appreciate these people. Yeah. 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 Well, the better thing, the best thing is just like, you're like, damn, like they've grown a lot since then. And you're like, I've yeah. grown a lot since then. You know, like I didn't even, it's weird because it takes like when, when you, when you're you, yeah. you know, every day is just every day. Like mm -hmm. things change, but they change so minorly that you don't notice anything. Right. But it's when you take a huge gap and then you come back to something, you're like, holy shit. Yeah. When did this happen? Yeah. You know, <laughs> that's the cool part. Yeah, exactly. I, I love that. One, yeah. of my, one of my friends is, uh, one of my friends from high school, we're not like super close. We're, we're friends, but, uh, 
we used to go like metal shows together in high school mm-hmm. and we haven't talked in a long time, but now he's like a beekeeper. And I'm like, yo. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking that's sick. Dope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so cool, dude. If uh, if I had known someone in high school who was a beekeeper, I'd be like, this fucking dork. But I wouldn't have been friends with him. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's so weird though. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> at the time, I, if someone was like, yeah, I want to be a beekeeper, I'd be like, if you don't shut the fuck up, <laughs> you get stung, bitch. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but now you're like, damn, bro, can I, I want to hang out with bees. That's yeah. cool. You know? <laughs> Let me in on that. Yeah. That's dope. Uh, so high school, you're not you're not posting anything. You're kind of watching vines, yeah, YouTube no. stuff. Uh, you go to college. I go to college. I go to college and I get into music. So that was the mm. biggest thing. Is like I I started my friends Nate and Norm, who are still amazing producers. Fucking check them out. Mm. Um, but they yeah they put me on to like music production and stuff. And I started getting into like music production. Um, and then that became the dream. Okay. Was like, I want to become a music producer. Okay. Um, and I do that, get kicked out of college. So then <laughs> that kind of stops a What'd little bit. What'd you do? <laughs> uh, I was selling drugs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't have asked. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> At this point, yeah. Um, yeah, I got kicked out. And then um, I go back home. I transfer schools. And um, once I transfer, like I'm, I'm like going to school again and stuff. And I'm not really like, I'm doing music a little bit, but I'm not really grinding it. Um, mm. I'm just more like, all right, like I'm trying to get my life back together and like right. um, do that. And then the goal became I want to go study abroad. Like I want to okay. go travel. I want to see the world, you know, while I'm young. Mm-hmm. And so that becomes the goal for a year. I'm just like two years just working at the car wash like 40 hours a week just trying to save enough money so I can mm-hmm. like go. Um, then I go travel, study abroad. It's amazing. I'm having fun. COVID happens. While I'm studying abroad. No. And I am in Northern Italy, the epicenter of where it happened. Yeah. So me and like, me and like a group of our friends have to like, we like skip town on Milan. We're like, fuck this. We go to Florence because it didn't hit the South. We go there for a week. We're like, we'll wait here. We'll see. Like, we don't know. This is the beginning. No one knows what's going on. Right. Um, So we're hanging out in Florence for a week. And then we're like, all right, we're going to go back. We go back to Milan. It is a ghost town. There's like no one on the streets. And it's like scary. So this is like what November? This is 2019. End of February. End of February of 2020. 2019. Okay. It's COVID 19. Yeah, isn't it? No, okay. I okay. So in the the U.S. went into lockdown in March 2020. Yep. Italy was just like a little bit before that. Was it? February? So it was the February that was right before this. Oh wow. Okay. We locked so, down okay. here. Yeah. Gotcha. So I'm there, and um, yeah, the, they started shutting down towns around us, mm-hmm. and we were like, all right, fuck, like. At least for me, I was like, I don't want to be stuck here, like shut yeah. down here. So I was like, I'm just going to get the fuck out of here. I go to Amsterdam um, to go stay with a friend. And then that kind of fell through. So then I'll go to Germany, stay with like one of my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that was the plan is I was like, I have everything important with me. So right. if ever I need to go back, like I can leave my clothes. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but all my important shit is with me. <clears throat> and, um, and then I start getting calls and I get a call from... Uh, from my school mm-hmm. and they were like uh when you need to come back and i was like suck my dick <laughs> and i got a call from my dad and he's like you need to come back and yeah. i was like nah <laughs> and then i got a call from uh the scholarship they gave me the scholarship they're like if you don't come back we're gonna take the money back and i was like i'll see you tomorrow <laughs> and i booked that trip right oh back. my god yeah wow but so when I come back to the U.S., I'm depressed and it's just like, fuck, everything I wanted now is gone and right. the world's shut down and I can't do anything. Is um, this like a your senior year or? This is, yeah, my senior year of okay. college. Um, no, junior year. Junior, okay. Junior year of college. Um, 
And so for COVID, like when I was in COVID, I was like, all right, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to build a studio in my room and I'm going to grind music for the mm-hmm. whole year. Okay. And just see what I can get out of it. And mm-hmm. I really was like trying to do it. taking voice classes and stuff. And I was like writing a lot of like songs and making whatever, you know? And, um, and then at the end of that, like when I came out of COVID, this is like, so this is March of last year. Right. Like kind of music is like wearing on me. I'm putting too much pressure on myself. Mm-hmm. And it's not fun anymore. And the world opens up and um, just start watching like, uh, I think I went to an Andrew Schultz show actually. Okay. Was the, yeah. I went to an Andrew Schultz show. The world's opened up and I was like, bro, why did I never do stand up? <laughs> and then the next week, I just went to an open mic. And this is in North Carolina? This is in North Carolina. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Went to an open mic and just kept the grind. Damn. So okay. How long uh, How long were you doing comedy in North Carolina before we moved to the city? Uh, March to December. So, okay. uh, no, May. Not even March. Six months, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Chill. Yeah. Nice. Which is, you know what? what's weird is my plan was not to do stand-up. My plan in North Carolina I, I told my best friend, I was like, all right, my plan now is I'm going to graduate and I'm going to get a job in New York and then I'm going to start stand up there. Mm. And his first thing, he was like, hey, dum dum, why don't you just try stand up here and see if you like it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to the mic and yeah. then, yeah, so then I got into it. But the plan was o- always move to New York. Nice. That's yeah. cool. Awesome. Uh, so you, you graduated, okay? Yeah, I graduated. Yeah. Got a job. Like, Last minute. Hell yeah. Cra- yeah. Nice work. <laughs> I feel honestly out of the whole pandemic thing, like I was like already had like a work from home job and shit like that. Yeah. So I like really lucked out. I'm very fortunate and very grateful. And I just felt so bad for like students and then parents. Yeah. Of, like little kids. Like those two like worst groups. I was like Rough. the the senior uh the seniors of high school who were graduating in 2020 in the in the spring i was like that's the worst man like yeah you got to graduate high school and you can't go outside and then you're going to start your freshman year of college like one of the most exciting years of your like educational life yeah. and you're going to just be inside and be remote yeah like, oh, you're going to be in brutal. your parents basement still yeah when you're doing classes <laughs> yeah so rough <laughs> yeah you don't get to do any of the fun stuff that makes you a person yeah yeah in uh in tw- may or yeah 2020 in may my one of my roommates graduated his with his master's degree mm-hmm. and they just like it was like an nyu virtual graduation uh, and they just had they sent you confetti that you could throw up on your, yeah, on your webcam like, uh, uh, the, what a bummer that sucks yeah what a damper but i mean but honestly ceremonies suck anyway <laughs> I didn't even go to my college graduation. Really? I was just hanging out at a thrift store. <laughs> I think I was hanging out. I looked at my clock and I was like, oh, damn, I'm supposed to be graduating right wow. now. I like, I was like, I'm going. But yeah. uh, it was like in my, I graduated 2017. Mm. And where'd you go? I went to CU Denver. Okay. So uh, University of Colorado at Denver. Yeah. Very different vibe than CU Boulder. Uh, very much more like a commuter college. Oh. Very, but very, still very good. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I remember all of my engineering friends had jobs lined up for after graduation. And I was one of the few who didn't. Mm-hmm. So like even the day I was walking, I was like stressed. I was like, man, I got, I don't have a job yet. I'm just going to end up working full-time security for the next few months if I could find something. Yeah, And it ended up being okay, but it's a long fucking ceremony. Yeah, <laughs> there yeah. Was like, there was like, there was like 2,000 like 
arts and sciences, like general ed majors, yep. like a thousand business majors, all these people, engineering goes last. There yeah. was like 30 people. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, come on. Dude, and you have to just wait there and just listen to through names. Yep. Just listen to some like old white guy fumble through these names. You yeah. Know? <laughs> I don't care, man. Just Yeah, I was like, my, my, my family was like texting me like, when are you walking? So we can see him like, I don't know, like yeah. an hour. <laughs> yeah, graduation starts at seven, but you should be there at like 9.45 yep. to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you moved to you moved to New York City. You get the job. You, you tr- actually let's start with this. You try stand up North Carolina. Yeah. What what city are you in? I'm in Greensboro. Greensboro. Okay. Yeah. Don't know where that is. Yeah. But that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> what's what's your comedy scene like? How many times a week are you going up at this point? Um. So there's the the home like the club is uh, the Idiot Box, which is okay. a great fucking club. Um. And they do. I think they were doing mics two or three times a week. Mm-hmm. Um. And then there's like mics like in cities adjacent kind of. Yeah. But really like the good mics, like you'd have to, it's either do Greensboro or like drive an hour to Raleigh. Right. And do like those. And mm-hmm. I was just like grinding that. Yeah. Where I'd be like, all right, if there's one like local, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um, But if not, then like I'd rather do the good mic and like work on, on stuff. You know? Right. And those mics there also have a lot of audience. Yeah. So that's the yeah. good part. Small like, scene stuff. Yeah. Love you get it. a you get a gauge, <laughs> mm-hmm. a better gauge than like f- seven, you know, dead face comedians like Yeah. That was pretty. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I will say like uh when I started in Boulder, same same kind of vibe. Audiences there, a lot of great mics. And there was stuff in Denver, but you'd have to like drive. So I was like, I'm not yeah. gonna drive down there too often. But we had audiences and then in hindsight, once I got to New York it was like heartbreaking not having audiences. Yeah. I'm sure you went through the same thing. Of course. And then like three or four months in, then I realized like, oh, having an audience is like comedy with training wheels, yes. especially for open mics. 100%. Because you are, it's good that you're getting the the validation. You're seeing what works and stuff. However, when you know there's going to be an audience there, you're not spending your open mic experimenting. Nope. You're repeating jokes mm-hmm. and maybe you have like a new piece. You yeah. Know? You're really not... Like here, I go to an open mic. I like, if I'm really trying to work on a joke, I'll like repeat it. But for the most part, if I don't really have much, I'm like doing all new stuff at all the mo- open mics until I find something I like and then I'll try it out. Yeah. But you're not seeing me bust out a material at an open mic. No, you know? no. And you know, why, why would you? Yeah. yeah. But like when you have an audience, you kind of have to. Well, the thing is, <laughs> yeah. I think, you know what it is, is like open mics are so brutal that like you have to like make the joke so good to to get all the the comedians to laugh. Yeah. As opposed to like if you do a joke for an audience, they're they're easier to make laugh, right? So like in your head, if you're making the audience laugh, you're like, oh, the joke's done. There's yeah. nothing more I need to fix about right. it. Right. You know? Where it's like maybe the joke is like it's good, you know, it gets people to laugh, but it's not as good as it could be. Right. If you like and that's what like open mics do is like you like tell a joke and like people you can see a chuckle and you're like all right so it's a good premise but i'm not doing it right like i need to do it better, right you know yeah absolutely yeah because once you get that once you get that comedian laugh and you know it's not a like comedian's joke not sam haddis shout out to sam haddis <laughs> 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 i was told dude i was told early when i started coming there like if sam haddis laughs at your joke erase it <laughs> don't ever tell it again <laughs> i've never heard that <laughs> There was a, I remember Lee used to do this like pre-pandemic. We go to these like brutal village mics and she was, she was doing, when I met Lee, she was doing like 28 mics a week and see like insane number. Yeah. And every time someone told a joke that was just like offensive or like misogynistic or like just terrible pre- premise, she'd go, ha, 
<laughs> that's so good <laughs> and it's like it's like that and she was like pre- she, yeah dude it was like one of those things where it's like you if you hear that she's not laughing at your joke she's laughing at how bad that joke yeah, is yeah, yeah and there was times when she would do it to me I'm like I'm your fucking boyfriend don't do that yeah, yeah. you know you're throwing me off <laughs> fucking tell me to my face yeah don't laugh like that yeah. but yeah so uh, that's funny The if Sam Haddis laughs yeah if Sam Haddis laughs bro just it, burn it don't ever tell that joke again <laughs> it's so did you get booked on any shows while you're in North Carolina? Towards the end, yeah. I was doing some stuff, which is good. I was doing stuff at the Idiot Box and then like What was your first show like? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> my first show was at a barbecue restaurant. Uh I wore a a, a button-down shirt because I was like, I'm gonna be professional. <laughs> which is like it's so <laughs> God, it's so embarrassing because <laughs> it's like this happened a year ago. <laughs> like, it's like I still should have known better. <laughs> it's not like this was like, yeah. oh, nine years ago. Like, this is last year. Yeah. But I wore, I wore a, a button down shirt. It was at a barbecue restaurant and, and the guy gave me 10 minutes and I'm like a month in the comedy. Whoa. I can't even talk to a girl for 10 minutes. <laughs> I have no nothing. Yeah. And, and I open with my best joke. And I see a dude like biting into a rib Mm -hmm. and I tell the punchline and I see him choose food. Like I see him just keep eating. And I was like, oh, it's ropes from here. (laughs) This is done. (laughs) Brutal. Brutal. I bombed so hard. The comic after me struggled. (laughs) 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 You want to know who that was? Luke Davis. Really? (laughs) Luke Davis on that show. That's where we met. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) And he, he like, yeah. He had a tough time. It wasn't even his fault. He was doing good, like mm. good jokes, and but I just killed the room. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, well, how long was it before you got booked again on another show? Um, probably like a month. Okay, two. I wasn't doing like a lot of shows in North Carolina. A, there's not as many shows. Right. But B, like, I mean, I was six months into comedy. Yeah. Like, it's what, was, what were your big takeaways after that first one? Um, I just learned how to bomb gracefully. Yeah. That's like the, yeah, the biggest thing is like, if you're bombing, just like be able to take it and like still like believe that you could still turn it around. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's like hard. I think I was like three and a half years, three years into stand up. Mm -hmm. The first time I was bombing and then brought the audience back. Yeah. And I walked off the stage like so confused. And that feels better than just killing. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm really proud of myself, but also I did not do well. Yeah. I did. It's like, I'm not, I wasn't, I'm I'm prepared for the binary of crush or bomb. I was not prepared for this like gray area. Weird ebb and flow. Yeah. (laughs) It's when you dig the hole and then you dig yourself out. You're like, damn, that felt good. Yeah, it's like there a lot of times it's like I feel like for me, my bombing gracefully is like telling a couple jokes, not them like not landing, be like, guys, if you don't laugh at my next joke, I'm going to talk to you. (laughs) People people like kind of like that. They're like, "Uh oh, and then I tell the next jokes they don't like. I'm like, all right, we'll start doing this. Who's couples? Who's couples? Who's single? I'll I'll start doing crowd work. Yeah, I'll start doing crowd work. Yeah. Crowd work, crowd work can be a good save. Um, Of course. As long as you're not shaking. As long as you're not shaking from bombing. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. So, uh, where are you from? Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, his legs are shaking. It's yeah. done. Yeah. I see his ankle vibrating. Yeah, hold this up here. Yeah. Uh, so, first show, Terrible Bomb. What do you do for 10 minutes? Are you just trying all your material? Bro, I'm doing every joke, every premise I've ever thought of. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying everything I've ever thought of. I had like one joke that was like, I think it was an Anne Frank joke or something. Mm. That like would do fine. It would do okay. I mean, it's like kind of hacky or whatever, yeah. but it was just, I would, yeah, I was doing that and like, they were just like, 
I think just from the beginning, they were like, me, no like you. So yeah. <laughs> from the rest of it, it was, they were just like, all right, whenever he gets off stage is when we'll stop eating and get back into the show. Yeah. But you know what? The honest, other thing is like, we're performing in front of a counter. We're like, people were ordering right next to me. No. And I'm like standing with a microphone. <laughs> they didn't turn off the music. Yeah. The music is still going. Dude. And I'm just over here like trying to talk to like people who came for barbecue. Yeah. Like it's, it's. There's a difference between a bar and a barbecue restaurant. Yes. You can put your drink down and listen. But when your hands are full of barbecue sauce, it's a little different. (laughs) My first show in New York was uh, at a Nigerian restaurant in Uh the restaurant area. Yeah. Insane bomb. Mm. Brutal bomb. Like one of the worst of my entire life. Yeah. And a lot of it was just the fact that like people are coming out. It's a Friday night. People are coming out to eat with their friends. Yes. They're not coming out to listen to you on stage. You they know? don't want me. They don't even yeah. want me at comedy clubs. Yeah. They don't want me at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I did a show in Harlem a fucking a few weeks ago. Really? It's a restaurant. Mm-hmm. You have this stage and it's like a classy restaurant. Mm-hmm. And they just put me, I go up on stage. The table in front of me is 18 hijabi women from Gambia. Whoa. Uh, bro. And I was like, before I went up, I was like, well, if there's any hope, I have to get them. Yeah. And I, I start, I tell a first joke and it goes well. Because then I was like, I was raised Muslim. I can mm. I can try to get it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, I don't know why. I was like, I'm going to go into like my Muslim material. Mm-hmm. And But I forgot that my Muslim material is how I don't believe in Islam. <laughs> and they were done. <laughs> they, uh. they were like, hmm. <laughs> and I was like, it's over. They start speaking their own language. I was like, it's done. It's over. <laughs> it's done. <Rough>. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Holy shit. Dude. But it's one of those things where it's like, it's not even your fault at that. You're just like, this situ- you can't put me in yeah. this situation expect me to do anything out of this. Yeah. This is not a comedy audience. Yeah. They don't want my comedy. Yeah, that happens. I think in those situations, though, like if you're like if you realize that you have something in common with them, I think you can just break from jokes and just do crowd work. On I was trying, but honestly, bro, I'm gonna keep it hot. I don't even think their English was all that. You oh, know? Like, yeah. I think it was a little ropey. There I was, think there was one time like I got like a good chunk of like material about like being in a long term relationship. Right. Yeah. I did a show like a year ago, like January, one of those like outdoor stalls, you mm-hmm. know, outdoor dining areas. I asked, I was like, going to my material, and I asked, like, oh, who's was like, are there any couples here? And literally this table, the big table in front of me, it's 12 people. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them raises their hand. They're on like a group, like double, double, uh, double date. Those type people deal. are so boring. Jesus Dude, Christ. I had them. I was like, you are my people. And because yeah. I do like jokes about living with your girlfriend, jokes about like relationship shit, and it's killing. I'm in like, the bag, yeah. Yeah, I was like, this is the best. Yeah. Because now I can just ask them stuff and be like, my favorite is if you ask people are dating and they say, oh, we're on a date right now. You go, okay, what are the red flags? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was really Break yeah. the tension, shit yeah. like that, you know? Call yeah. people out. Like, oh, who's the one who planned in this relationship who didn't plan? Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> Easy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember, oh, I forget the guy's fucking name, but he would he would do that. He'd be, like, uh, he'd be like, are you guys on a first date? And then he'd just look at the girl and be like, are you going to put out? Oh just my like, god! Jesus Christ, man. You can't say that to That's people. That's too much. <laughs> but he would get them. I don't know how he did it, but. Some people, you know, like they can say things and you're like, I don't get how you get to get away with saying shit like that. But they just do, you know? There's, I've definitely done, uh, there's some college kids one time I did this too. They're sitting next to each other, a guy and a girl. And I was like, you guys on a date? And she was like, no. And I was like, 
did you want to be on a date? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> you know those situations. Yeah, yeah. yeah, 100%. Where the guy like hears that and it just hurts even more because he yeah. knows, like, but now he's hearing it. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rough. But uh, so you moved to the city. Mm-hmm. What are, what are, where are you hitting up first? What neighborhood do you move to? I moved to uh, Prospect Heights. Hell yeah. That's where I first moved there. Really nice neighborhood. It's so great. Yeah, it's I really was there nice. for a, like a year. Yeah. It's so good. Rules. Fuck. Um, <laughs> but I do there. Well, I kept, I visited in October and the first place I go was Cellar 77, mm-hmm. which RIP to that dungeon, disgusting fucking room. Yeah. The place sucked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you for saying it's I don't have to. <laughs> yeah. I hope that place burns. Honestly, it sucked. Ugh. But yeah, I go there first and the first time I go in Cellar 77, if you don't know what Cellar 77 is, it's like this edgelord like cesspool of comedy. Yeah. It's just this dark dungeon like room where like, Every like white guy with an opinion is like down there. And I I swear to God, the first like I do this mic and there's five white guys that go up with the premise, why can't I say the N-word? And I was like, <laughs> oh my All God. right, this is wild. What is going yeah. on? Um Man but, you know, mics. <laughs> yeah. Really enough, I met Paige there. That was the first the first comedian I ever met. Paige. Paige Gullivan. Oh, I don't know her. Oh, him. He's him? he's really good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, he's a very funny guy. But yeah, I met him there because he had just moved too. Mm. And we just like, we're talking and stuff. Um, yeah. So yeah. 77 lore. I don't know. You probably know this, but like it was the Laughing Buddha mic yeah. before. And then they had like a beef during the pandemic. We were all watching it go down on Facebook where they, the like the owner was like, fuck these people and threw their shit out in the street, but then kept having comedy there. Yeah. And Manhattan, the Manhattan versus like Brooklyn divide in comedy is so different Huge. despite how close they are. It's yeah. insane. Like, cause Manhattan mics, you have all the clubs and you have all the village mics and stuff. And it's just like, you're, you're in dark ass basements with people who are not listening to you, mm-hmm. who are then going to go up, say some offensive shit. You might get a chuckle and then everyone leaves. No one talks to anybody. Yeah. Brutal. You have to like go for it at those mics just to get a reaction. Yeah. You know, which is like, I don't know. So you're hitting seller 77. Where, where are your next like, spots where do you kind of find yourself settling into uh i mean i go there i go to eastville i go to like mm-hmm. i i don't even know to be honest i think i don't remember old man hustle and joey bats those oh are the ones. you were one of those yeah well because it was like all i i moved here and i didn't start my job for like two months so i had like time i was like i'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna just grind these mics i'll yeah. do like five a day fucking mm-hmm. you know i have nothing else to do and i want to meet people and i want to go out so i'm just doing that like every day and those are like easy to get to you know like logistically so I'm just doing that yeah. all every day and I'm just bombing five times a day and I hate yep. myself. Yep. And no audience. No audience. Yep. And every comic is like meeting me for the first time and they're meeting me like bomb. Yeah. Everyone. Which is like, I don't even know how I have friends to be honest. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how anyone like believed in me. <laughs> Why do they want to hang out with me? Right. But yeah, did just did that, grinded that, just got to meet people and stuff. And then once you meet people, you know, you figure out where the rest of the scene is and yeah. just go out and explore. And then, yeah, start doing like more Brooklyn stuff, Tiny Cupboard. And nice. Then, yeah. Hell yeah. I remember when Joey Bats, uh, Old Man Hustle, when that started becoming a thing. Yeah. It was, I, I think it was like in the winter was when they kind of first started, like winter 2021, like mm-hmm. beginning of 2021. And we would just like, be, we'd be going to like food out in Chinatown or something. And like, we'd walk by those places, all these comics like freezing on the street. And yeah. I'm like, 
what are you doing? Just go, go home. Go that's, inside. Go have some food. You don't have to be out here. Dude, that's <laughs> what I was doing. I moved in the winter and I was like, fucking, I was like, I don't care. I oh, have yeah. to do it. Like, especially like I just moved here. So I was like, I have to justify this to myself. Right. Like if you're going to move here, you better make something out of it. Yeah. You know, like, you better start grinding. So that was, I was like, I, just, I have to do it. Yep. Um, and you find, uh, you find friendly mics and cool mics and you're like, oh. It's not not suffering. even like friendly, just better. Yeah. <laughs> just like just like where people pay attention. Yep, <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just productive. It can be a it can be a mean mic as long as it's productive. Yeah. As long as people are like actually listening. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. That's the best. I, it took me forever to like figure out where those mics are. And yeah. It's like. <laughs> yeah. It's like at this point, my roster of like mics you like I want to go to is like most tiny cover mics are fine. But like Jerry Seinfeld presents, Friend Island, and Anne Hathaway presents are like three mics that you can go to. They're longer. There's a lot of cool people there, and everyone's listening. Yeah, it's chill. That's yeah. what I like. Yeah, I like Those, that vibe. I don't even. I don't think I only go to Friend Island. I don't even know the other ones. Oh, uh, Anne Hathaway presents is ending next week, so it's kind of like a uh, and. But that was really good. But Jerry Seinfeld presents rip. is at uh, Black Cat <laughs> Less. Black Cat. Oh yeah, yeah, on yeah. Sundays. They're oh, awesome. I was in Black Cat a lot too. That was a good one. Yeah. Still a good one. It's like those mics are never bad just because the the coffee shop is so great to hang out in. Yeah. You know? It's yeah. like the environment is like, oh, it's cozy. Yeah. We're hanging out. Yeah. yeah. It's a good good spot. So what what's your uh what was your first show in New York? What was the first time you got booked in New York? I don't even Oh, I think it wasn't really a show, but it was uh Nico Poff put me on. Oh nice. It was uh it was just we were hanging out at a mic and he was like, Yeah, we've got this show. In the East Village, and we mm-hmm. go to this bar. It's like this back room. There's a couple or three ladies that are like the audience, and one of them is like chatty, you yeah. know, <laughs> like just talking directly to the comedians. Yeah, and um, yeah, he was like, he was like, do you want to do five? And I was like, oh, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah not to put it on you, you know, but I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so he puts me up, and uh, yeah, I just did okay, I guess, for that room, you know. Mm. The lady just like kept talking and I just was like talking to her. I think I told her I'd eat her dog or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember what I said. Yeah. But I remember her like being upset a little bit at me. Yeah. And then after, you know, what's weird is like when audience are like, you you feel like you're like, oh, they hate me. And then after they're like, that was really funny. And you're like, what? Yeah. Did we not see the same thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, if you thought that was funny, why the fuck didn't I hear you laughing? Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I didn't see you well, laughing. Why did you like... cross your arms and stare at me? Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're just being polite. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. My favorite is like um, going to shows and looking at, like, if I'm not on stage, be on the side and looking at the audience and seeing who's doing that. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to figure out specific audience members, like, humor taste and what they're actually, like, especially we see this when really just like, yeah. It's like, what's going to get him? Yeah. What's going to get him? Yeah. You know? I did I did one in Madison where uh, the whole, everyone in the room was like dying except for this one fucking guy. He's old white guy sitting like in like the middle and everyone at his table too is like, like it's like, it's like two like elderly couples, right? Mm-hmm. His wife's laughing. The couple next to him is laughing. Everyone's laughing except for him. He is sitting like this and like yawning. And, <laughs> and it's weird because like, I know that I'm doing well in the room. Right. But the only thing I can think of is like, why the fuck are you not laughing? <laughs> like, what am I going to have to do to make you laugh? Me and Grant had to like went up after me. And he, we both like, when we got off stage, we like both were like, 
do you see that fucking guy? Like, why was he not laughing? Yeah, like, like, we that? both clocked and we were like, why the fuck is he not laughing at anything? <laughs> um, yeah, it's weird. That's the only thing that, like, bothered you, you know? Yeah. That, that shit, like, always gets me. Or if you have uh, comedians you respect in the audience, mm. then, like, you're, like, you're trying to, you're, like, want to get them to laugh, but you're like, fuck, they're not doing it. Yeah, <laughs> which is so dumb. It's yeah. so dumb that we do that. It's but so dumb. <laughs> you can't. You can't change it. You have to just own it. Yeah, you got to make them laugh. So when do you? Uh, so that was like. So you've been doing stand for what you said a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're still pretty new to the city. Then you've been here like less than a year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Damn. Okay. So when does the sketch stuff start for you? When do you start getting into making sketches? I think the first one I did was in like March. Maybe I was in like TikTok for a little bit just because everyone was like kind of, you know, TikTok's the way. Like you have yeah. to, you know, so I was making TikToks and I was getting like nothing, you know, like yeah. just a hundred views. And I was like, nice. Yeah. And then, <laughs> but I was grinding that. And then I just stopped because mm. I was like, well, I'm not, none of these are good. So right. maybe we're just going to have to, you know, come back to them when they're good. And then I, I do a sketch in like March. Well, when was the Ukraine, Russia thing? Oh yeah, I don't know. Sometime in the spring. One time in the spring, yeah. right? And I did I did a sketch um when I was in North Carolina just like like being a dictator. Okay. So I was like, you know, like POV, you're the dictator. Mm-hmm. And it's just like this like uh like essentially like just me, but like a hyperbolized like dictator um like or uh, I forget even what the lies were, but it's just yeah. like I had like a gold chain on, and I yeah. was like, I've struggled the same way you guys have, you know. So I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not living life over here, you know. Um, but it said like, yeah, like a talking shit. Like I had like had like a prop gun, and I was yeah. like, oh fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, and I just do, I do it, and I, I think it's really funny. I look back at it now because it's still on my page. I watched it the other day, and I was like, dude, I edited this so horribly. Yeah, the timing is so bad. You know, it's so bad. I'm surprised anyone watched it. But that did okay. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. You know, it was like really fun to shoot and like just riff the lines. And, you know, then in the edit, like when you edit it together, you're like trying to figure out like, how do I piece this? How am I going to make this like, you know, a, mm-hmm. con- a consistent thing? Um, I do that. And then I don't really think about uh, sketch really that often because I'm trying to like grind comedy. I'm trying to like still get to know people, trying to get booked on shows. Yeah trying to do that thing um and then i think like a month ago or something i forget what like even brought me back into it i was posting clips stand-up clips um so i was like you just you have to post stuff like i have to yeah you know one of them's gonna blow so one of them has to blow mm-hmm. which is don't believe that by the way not, they don't have to blow <laughs> <laughs> they do not a lot of people don't so yeah. <laughs> um but uh that yeah i'm just posting that and then just we're thinking of sketches and the idea, the thing was just like, it's all these things that I think are funny, but I would never really do them as a stand-up bit. Right. You know, like I, I posted one, the one I just posted is like, it's a fat guy on Naked and Afraid that's afraid to take his shirt off. <laughs> that's the whole thing. But it's like, yeah, yeah. you can't really do that as a, as a, a bit, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's like, I still think it's really funny. I want to shoot it. It'll be fun. Yeah. And yeah, luckily, like a lot of our friends are like very down to do sketch mm-hmm. and are really good at it. And good at the good actor so yeah like, it like works out and then i feel like once you start getting into it other people like a that are also into it you start like collabing more yeah and you start being able to work more and then the fact that they're doing it makes you want to do it even more yeah it becomes just an easier process yeah, yeah. totally yeah well i think one thing that like is a barrier to entry for a lot of sketch stuff is just like the technical aspect of it and yeah like, just shooting it recording it yeah and, not like, knowing how to shoot yeah, yeah. 
like, yeah, the coordination, like having someone block off time and be like, I will come to your house and shoot this. Yeah. Because I think it's funny. Yeah. And I want to do it. Like yeah. that, I know a lot of people, I mean, surprised. A lot of people are not want to do that. I am very surprised at that as well. Yeah. I'm like, when my friend is like, oh yeah, I'm, I want to shoot a sketch soon. I'm like, dude, just let me know. I'll be a part of it. Whatever yeah. you want. <laughs> uh, give me the day and time and I'll be there. Exactly. Yeah. Same thing with like podcasts. I, I've said this before in this podcast. Um, comedians fucking leap at the opportunity to do a podcast. Comedians, if I say you want to be on my podcast, like, yes. And they give me a time. I like show up. We're all good. Yeah. Uh, next best is musicians because they understand it's serious. Yeah. After that is any other type of creative. They don't understand that this is like a, a real thing. Yeah. They're just like, yeah, yeah, I'll be on your podcast. I'm like, okay, how about this Saturday? Like, okay. And then they cancel like a day before. I'm like, yeah, um, literally. Like, no, no, this is a real thing. You got to be here. <laughs> well, that happens for the sketches too. It's like, yeah. I'll be like, hey, we have this idea. Can we shoot tomorrow? And then it's like, oh yeah, maybe. I don't know. And then, and then you just like, eventually like, what I mean, I don't do this, but like, I honestly might start like just being like, all right, well, just I'm going to get someone else who can be here. And it's yeah. not even like a person. It's just like, I'm trying to like stick to a schedule. I'm trying to like, yeah, you know, so. What I do when I book this show is I'll message someone, give them like 30 minutes, hour. And I'm like, if they don't respond, then I, then I reply with like, just, you know, if I don't hear back from you by this time today or That's this really time smart. this evening, I need to start looking for other people. Yeah. Deal, you know, and it's not passive aggressive or anything. It's like not even that. And honestly, it's not been that big a deal for me because yeah. luckily the people like my friends are very good mm -hmm. about like figuring out timing and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it is just like, like you're wasting, you're wasting people's time. You know, right. it's just, that's the annoying thing. Yeah. What, so with, within sketch writing, what are your strengths? What are you good at? Are you good at writing characters or good at like premise or I think what's, what kind of works for you? Premise. I mean, a lot of these were just, it's like, I live with Grant. So like, We'll just be in the living room and, or, and he'll walk in my room. I'll just walk in his room. I'll be like, all right, so here's here's the idea. And then yeah. just choose the idea. And then we just start spitting lines back and forth mm -hmm. of like what we what would be funny, what would be funny. Yeah. Um, and then we have a rough outline of like how we want to do it. Right. Um, and then we just pick a just try to record it, you know, whenever mm -hmm. like we are free or whatever, figure out who would be in it, you know? Yeah. Um are these all made made for TikTok or do you have a YouTube channel as well? I don't have a YouTube. No YouTube? Yeah, it's just TikTok. And honestly, it was just reels because I was like not doing anything on TikTok. Whoa. Yeah. And then this one blew up. So now I'm like, all right, time to post on TikTok. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know you were only putting on reels. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, I, I would put it on TikTok, but it just would get nothing. Like it would right. do way better on on reels than it would do on, on TikTok. So I was like, yeah. ah, it's chalk. Like I 100% I believe that was shadow banned on TikTok. Yeah. I was like, they don't, they're not going to push my thing. I don't know what I did, but. A lot of people believe that. I saw some video. I don't know if it was bullshit, but this guy said that what he does is like, if he's starting a TikTok account, you build, you make seven TikToks account, TikTok accounts, you post the video on all of them. And then whichever one has the most views, you delete all the others and just keep that one. Oh, really? Yeah. He's like, yeah, he was saying that he thinks there's like an automatic shadow ban for like a lot of the accounts that get made. And it's just random. But I'm like, I don't know about that. I don't know. That also <laughs> takes so much work that I'm not. Can't be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not doing it. <laughs> I posted like a little bit of stuff on TikTok, some dumb shit. And I like, I'm just lazy with it. I'm like, I'm not going to keep doing this. But I'm like, look at like several hundred views on stuff. I'm like, okay, this is pretty good for literally never using this thing. Yeah. I'm pretty good at comments though. Really? I'm a TikTok commenter. Dude, dude, <laughs> fucking comment on my shit, yeah. please. I go through and I say the things that uh, if, I, if I'm thinking something and no one else has said it, then I'll 
comment and then I'll have like, oh, I got like 50 likes from that comment. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It yeah. feels good. <laughs> being, being a good commenter is a, is a skill. I mean, I don't know what the use of it is, but it is a skill. I'm going to start doing comments for commission. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you hire me for your TikToks. Yeah. Hire me to comment. I'll know? comment. I'll comment all day. You send me $2 or a Venmo, I'll drop a comment. <laughs> it helps the algorithm. I mean, not wrong. Yeah. The, so, uh, so is this, is this one that you posted recently? The, the training your white roommate is, uh, is this your most successful TikTok or sketch so far? Yeah. hundred percent. What was the best one before that? That really got the most attention. Um, probably either the one right before it, which was the before and after guy one I did with the lady. Oh, yeah. Or the, the vape song. That one was funny. Nice. Did pretty good on Instagram. Yeah. So how many, how many of these like have you made over the last like few months? Are you making a lot? Do you have a goal? Do you have a monthly goal, a weekly goal? I mean, ideally would like to do two a week. To mm-hmm. just upload twice a week, whatever that is. Is it a sketch or it's a stand up clip or something, but yeah. it's just like upload twice a week would be the goal. Um, I don't know. For now, I think I can do it, but mm-hmm. we'll see. To be honest, though, I mean, it has like taken away a little bit from my standup. Like I definitely I can't go to as many things. Like there's only so much your brain can handle at yeah. one time, you know. So I'm like not really writing new jokes for standup, but I am writing new stuff and filming and doing this for yeah. sketch. So that's fun. I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna pan out or not, but you gotta try. Yeah, it's worth it. I mean, the thing. One one thing that I think about too is sometimes it's like. You do things that take away from your stand-up time, but often the stand-up is like has more longevity. Yeah, than those other things. It's like, yeah, you can take a step out, work on some other stuff, and come back, and you're good. Yeah, right? and it's still it's still comedy yeah. at the end of the day. So it's like I'm still doing exactly what I like to do, and exactly. it's fun. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I like that. Uh, do you have um? Do you have any favorite sketch groups or other people that make sketches or I no don't even no inspiration? I really don't even know any like sketch groups? You're just going in raw, just making your own. <laughs> yeah, I really don't know. I mean, I Dan Toomey is fucking great. Dan's sketches are really good. Okay. Um, he works for Morning Brew. He's like, he makes their old. He he is the face of that company. You mm. know. Um, so yeah, he makes like these sketches and stuff. Like a lot of them like deal with like finance or like corporate America or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he has his own personal channel, which is really funny that dan's fucking goaded yeah dan's really good <laughs> i'll have to check him out i haven't watched his stuff yeah if you're listening go pause go look up dh to me and then come back to this nice hell yeah, yeah. i'll check that out um do you have any <laughs> we're running out of questions for sketches here <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing on time well uh we're we got 30 minutes left oh shit okay what uh I'm have to shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie that well, coffee went through me <laughs> <laughs> you can hold for 20 i can hold yeah all right okay do you uh what was the most technically challenging sketch you filmed yet um uh, technically challenging uh i don't well i mean the probably a song one because you have to like film it and then you have to well, you have to make the song first mm-hmm. and then do all that recording, you know, right. like mixing or whatever. And it, the mixing was really bad on it, to be honest. But, <laughs> but like that's still, that takes already hours. Right. And then you have to like film the, the actual sketch, like, which is filming the whole thing. And then you have to like, when you're in the edit, you have to sync them up and like try to make it like look good. And you're choosing right. these shots. It's, yeah. That was hard. That took a while. Wow. And I didn't even do a good job of it, to be honest. <laughs> but, but it took a while. What? So I guess when you're doing music production, what, were, what kind of stuff were you doing? What kind of music were you making? It's like, um, I don't know. It's like hip hop, but it's like alt hip hop, I okay. guess. Yeah. Chill. Like kind of like a lot of like Lord's beats. 
You know who Lord is? No. Oh, really? oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of her, like her type beats where it's like the hip hop elements, but like put in a weird, like, uh, I don't know, ethereal kind of way. I don't know. Okay. How to put it. Yeah. Chill. I like that. Yeah. So you're, you, did you, <laughs> you're like, I, I did a bad job mixing this. So all that music production experience did not translate to the nah, sketch. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> I, mean, I made a song, but you know, it's just not a, a great mix song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. People liked it. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Good stuff. You can uh, pretty soon. I mean, you had this one pop off just this week. Maybe we'll have some more. And then maybe you'll join the echelon of other TikTok sketch creators. Hopefully, dude. Hey, that'd be fun. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, though. It's, I'll, I mean, it's the way I like think about it is just like, I'll, it's fun for me. So I'm going to keep doing it. And yeah. then if at some point it stops becoming fun, then we'll figure something else out. But yeah. Right now, it's pretty fun. True. Yeah. That's what I do with this podcast. I'm like, I'm just going to keep doing it because I like doing podcasts. And then, um, Lo and behold, it's like after two years of doing this one, I'm like about to start two more podcasts. Oh, really? <laughs> like, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> but it's all it's all managing the the uh, weights of them, right? It's yeah. like this is this is a quick edit. This is I put to, this together, no problem. Yeah. But I'm gonna do one that's similar scope to this. We record the first episode this week, and I got another one that I'm gonna do that's like audio only, and that that is easy the goal yeah so so streamlined you Trip just the ends yeah ship it. yeah here it's like okay we're gonna meet for 30 minutes we're gonna do the thing i'm gonna edit 20 minutes in done. post it we're good yeah, yeah yeah done that easy. that's yeah i would i don't even know i had that i really i think i wanted to have a podcast mm. and maybe i will eventually but like i'm at a point dude honestly we're like I like hear myself talk and I'm like, well, you, do you ever shut the fuck up? Like, how, how do you talk so much? Shut up sometimes, yeah. you know? Like, so the idea of doing a, like starting a podcast right now is like, oh God, yeah. I don't want to hear myself talk. <laughs> the trick is you don't listen back to any of it. I, uh, dude, when I like go through the clips to make a clip for these episodes, mm-hmm. some episodes, my guest is not as talkative and I end up talking more, trying to get more out of them. Yeah. Yeah. And I click, I'm like, I'll click like eight spots in the episode to try to get, find like some clips. And it's all me talking and I get pissed off. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like me, my voice, my voice. Yeah. <laughs> it's, all, it's so annoying. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this. Does your, does your family know you do stand up? Are they down with it? Yeah, they know I do stand up. My sister sent me my, the sketch. <laughs> she sent me, she was like, she sent me like, someone put it on Reddit, which yeah. I didn't know. And so I started getting that. I think we were on the front page of Reddit at one point. Yeah. And I so she that. was like, what the fuck? Like, and then <laughs> I like FaceTimed her and stuff. Um, she, you know, my sisters know, my mom knows, but she's not like, I, I, they've never watched my clips right. or anything. Um, so yeah, it's kind of, it's a, a vague situation where like, mm. honestly, it's better. I don't want, like, I don't want them to be at my show or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to get in my head. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't want to do that. I think there's something where it's like when people know you do stand up, you almost want to present some form of success in it to them. But yeah. if you're not in stand up, you don't realize that success is just doing it regularly yeah. and like improving, you yeah. know? Yeah. I don't know. It's like everybody says you get uh, with like roommates or family members or anything. They come to one of your shows. It's either a show your first year of comedy or to show seven years in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Pick one. <laughs> I've had, I've had friends that, yeah, came like to my early open mics and like, they'd be like, dude, you, you did good. And it's just like, no, I no, didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. Yeah. Um, I, I remember those. I remember bring, some friends met me at an open mic in Boulder and they were like, they watched it and we left and like, you did awesome. I did, I did really well. And they're like, I didn't expect you to be good. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing is, yeah. People like, like when they put it together, they're like, 
oh, you're decent. Yeah. You no, know, I thought I thought you were just gonna be like a burning, you know, like yeah. just horrible. Because in their mind, uh people like Dave Chappelle just got on stage one time and started yeah. talking and they're like, he's amazing. Rolled you know? out of bed with like the the fucking click click bit. He just rolled yeah. out of bed with that one. You know? <laughs> no. <laughs> took, that took years to make. Yeah, and that's one thing that I also love about this is just like the longevity. Just like, oh, mm-hmm. I've been doing this joke for two years and like I've suddenly found out a new piece that I can add on to it, mm-hmm. you know, or yeah. it still works or I still like it or like, oh, I forgot about this joke I did like two or three years ago. And it's like, oh, that one's gold. I got to write that again, you know? Yeah. I think you also like you experience life differently like now because you're like, at least for me, like whenever something happens, like if if there's like, if, you're in, if I'm in like an awkward situation or something, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to make this more awkward because what if I can turn it into a bit? Yeah. What if it can be funny at some point? <laughs> so if I'm like, if I'm like invited to like a weird birthday party or whatever, I'm like, I should go because yeah. this could be funny. A hundred percent. I don't know. I found that like my, my like daily, like, r- like, like randomly writing, you know, like when, when you're just like going out and you have a crazy idea and you write in your phone or whatever, mm-hmm. that happens more when you're outside of your normal routine, yes. you know, like I swear every time I go on a family vacation, I write like 20 new bits, yep. you know, and it's like so easy. It just comes to me when I'm just living my life. I'm like, why can't I think of anything? Yeah, you know? because there's nothing stimulating. Exactly. Yeah, there's nothing out of the usual. Literally, I went to the Verizon store this week to get uh, my, Leah my phone plan. I have a new bit about it. I tried it last night. It did really well. And I was like, fuck yeah. yeah. Like all I had to do was go to a store that I only go to once in two years. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 <laughs> you go on, the, which is, I mean, I, that's probably why people like do so many airplane bits. Yeah. Because. That is like an experience. You don't fly every day, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's, it's so much. You just like, you go to the airport and you're just sitting around and you're like, wow, I got a lot of material about this. Like yeah. all of a sudden. You yeah, know? of course. <laughs> but then, then you like have the idea and you're like, this is funny. And then you're like, it's an airplane joke. It's an airplane right, joke. It's time yep. to, maybe we can. <laughs> Dude, when, uh, when famous comedians have airplane jokes and their specials, you're like, come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And you get it also. Like, I get it because like, yeah. if you're like a famous comedian, like, yeah, you're flying a lot because you're doing, you're touring, you know, yep. whatever. But still it's like, come on, talk about your life. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but at the same time, like, I'm not going to tell anyone what to talk about. Yeah. Literally, I, I remember when I like, I was hanging out with my brother and my cousin a couple months ago. And we were telling them about all the crazy shit we see in New York that's like normal. And suddenly it was all so funny. Like all the normal insane shit that we dodge every day. Mm-hmm. Telling it to people who live out in the suburbs. And they're just like, what? It's like, <laughs> yo, I didn't realize, but my daily life, all of this is jokes. Like- yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The rats, the fucking, the homeless guy on the train. The- yeah. Yeah. We literally had a, we were watching TV at our place with some friends and one of them left. And she's like, I'm going to go home. I'm like, all right. Three minutes later, she comes back in, sits down next to us and just starts watching TV. And we just all look at her like, oh, weren't you to go home? She goes, oh yeah. Uh, a guy started chasing me. So I ran back. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, oh shit. Okay. Well, well, let's get you an Uber home or something. It was just like so normal. Just like, nonchalant. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Suburbs, was, they'd be like, oh my God, where is he? We got to call the police. Yeah. Like, we got to kill this guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But here it's like, <laughs> like whatever. Yeah. So oh, yeah. when I you told you not to walk down the block. <laughs> exactly. We were talking about my, we were t- telling my brother like, oh, when we come back to our place, we have to stomp and clap our feet as we walk by the trash cans because to get all the rats to run away yeah. or they'll run out and we'll step on them and shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, dude, the rats in the winter are fucking, it's better than the sun, but like, it's also not because like they're, 
they're real hungry, you know? Oh, like, and they're, they're like in the trash bags. Like they're in. Yeah. It's like, so like you walk by and you just hit a trash bag and then seven fucking yep. pop their head on. You're <laughs> like, hey, bro, I'm sorry. I didn't know this was your territory. <laughs> I call it the garbage dance when you walk by a trash bag and you see the trash bag wiggling. Cause it's like, it's yeah. like dancing with just the rats running around the just inside. In. Yeah. yeah. It's so crazy that we're just cool with that. <laughs> it's just totally normal. Yeah. yeah. It's gross, but it's fine. That's how yeah. great the city is. <laughs> it really is. Dude, Pine Box. There's like rats around Pine Box, like the outside of I it. I can imagine. All yeah. the time. It's like there was one like on the sidewalk last week. I'm like standing outside the entrance, like talking to someone. And this rat like comes running down the sidewalk. And it's like you have that moment of like, okay, are you running at us? Are you running near us? Like, yeah. what, what are you doing? And then it like climbs up on the fence like, perched and so everyone on the sidewalk is staring at this rat like trying to anticipate his next yeah, move. yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb we're having standoffs with rodents like with, yeah where are you gonna go where are you, what's yeah, gonna happen don't, you know? don't hit me bite him <laughs> 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 don't bite me <laughs> alright well we well, we got uh, about like eight more minutes here before I let you go poop uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's coming out bro the turd the head is popping <laughs> yeah. alright let me just ask you like kind of I just wrap up here pretty soon but my final question is what do you love about stand up comedy uh, probably the instant feedback you get. Um, cause it's, I mean, it is narcissistic, right? Like it is like, I think it's funny. I want you to think I'm funny, you mm -hmm. know? Um, but it's like being able to get people to laugh immediately. Yeah. As opposed to anything else you do. I mean, like if you make music, like, yeah, you, you make this song in January and you release it in September and then you get the people to be like, oh, I love it. You know, whatever you get that, but you're not, it's not like when you can riff something in the moment and just be like, you know, you just see a guy with a fedora and then you just think of a reference from like seven years ago with something and then you just pull it out and it makes everyone laugh and you're like, bro, I'm in my bag. You yeah. know? <laughs> like, being in that flow state is so... The best. Yeah, there's nothing, there's nothing compared to it. Oh yeah, when you're like going, you get your first joke out, the crowd likes it and then it's just like at one after another. Yeah, yeah, when you get in a kill box where you're like, when you like tell the first one and you're like, Everyone here likes me. So if I just keep this going, yep. I can ride this all the way. Yeah. You know, that feels so fucking amazing. It's so good. I love it. That's when like, I, for me personally, like when the jokes start doing well and then I start doing the, like the little crowd work bits and the crowd responds to that and I can just work through everybody. And mm -hmm. I'm like, no matter what I say, everyone is going to laugh at it. Yeah. Or, yeah. Like when you start picking on people and yeah. the, the whole crowd is like on your side. Yeah. Like, yeah. When you're we're in the like, I can do no wrong phase. Yep, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I like, you try to like gauge it, you know, like sometimes like if I'm doing well, I'll just like, yeah, I'll just shit on somebody on the crowd just to see if like, would they turn on me now? Or yeah. would I, would, is it still, if are the jokes that good that they're like, nah, yeah, I still fuck with them. I was hosting a tiny covered show. The one I saw you at. Uh, yeah. So I was hosting the show afterward. I did that set. There was a guy who like made a face at me. And I just, I just stopped. And like everyone was laughing. They're loving it. And I go, are you good? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. I did the malaria one. And they pulled back. And as soon as they pulled back, I was like, God damn it, laugh. And then they broke. And yeah. I was like, yeah, don't fucking. Yeah. <laughs> I had you. I'm not losing you. Yeah. Fucking, we're staying in this. Yeah. I'm keeping this going. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, yeah. It's the best thing. It's the best thing. Get that going. Yeah. Me and uh, Kevin. You guys should all start stand-up yeah, comedy. Yeah, all start stand-up comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't. It actually sucks. It's so bad. Yeah, we hate it. Me I, and Max, we hate it. Yeah. Dude, I saw, I saw, my friend sent me this. Some Someone on TikTok was like, clearly not a stand-up comedian, right? They're like, we're going through a stand-up comedy crisis. And their whole point was, is they're like, you see all these clips of comedians on TikTok, 
but they're all crowd work clips. She and they were like, "Oh, the uh, but like one day the thing is like no one has any material, so you're gonna go into a club one day and it's all gonna be crowd work. It's like we don't want you to do crowd work." And I'm like, "They're not he, wrong." But I was like, he was like, my friend was like, "What's your professional opinion on this?" I think it's like one, everyone loves crowd work, but two, if you post a real joke on TikTok. And people like, and they come see your show, and then you do that real joke in person. They're gonna feel disappointed. No, they won't, dude. You don't think so? The, I think Sean was talking. It's like burning material. It's you think it's burning material, but honestly, I think audiences like once they clock that it's like, oh, you're telling the joke that I like, it, it gets them more excited. It's the same reason like Burt Kreischer tells the machine at every show. That's, a, people, that's the only joke, right? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Bert. <laughs> but it's because people want to hear you yeah. say it. Like it, it's. I mean, it's the same way you go to like. If if that was the case, then people, if you went to a concert, you'd be like, I want to hear all the new shit. I already heard this. Why would I want to hear the shit I already heard? Mm. No, you want to hear it. You like it, and obviously, like it can't all be stuff they've seen. Then, then it's yeah. yeah. Then it's more. But okay. like, I guess that's fair. Yeah, I think people like it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just like, but. It, I'm like so I'm I'm like about to post stuff on TikTok. I'm like getting there yeah. and about to start posting clips, but I'm always like, yeah, I think I'm going to post jokes that are like short that I like have stopped doing since. Mm -hmm. Like, oh yeah, this is like an older joke, but it still works. Like just get the little pieces, you know. Yeah. I love crowd work. I'm a big riffer, but those things are like easier to post just because you're like it's never going to happen again. So, I'll post sure. it. It's fun. Yeah. Whatever. Even if it happens again, like they don't. The thing is like you know, like, is your clip going to do, you know, 300 million, you know, like, yes, I'm scared <laughs> of my own success. <laughs> the thing is like, odds on, they haven't seen it. Odds yeah. are, they probably haven't seen it. You right. know, people that saw it, like, you got like 7,000 views from India. It's like, yeah, they didn't see it. The people in this room didn't see it. So it's like, yeah, that's fair. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. And if, if one person did see it, I'm sure they'd be excited. If also, if they are pissed, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to tell you. <laughs> I saw someone explain this. This this was like this thing is stuck with me. Someone dude, I'm watching too much TikTok, but someone was like, you self-sabotage because then you can predict what's going to happen and that gives you an illusion of control. And I was like, yo, that's that was, fucking killer. That was and deep. <laughs> stuck in my mind, dude. And now I'm like, dude, that's it. I gotta start posting shit. I gotta put myself out there more because I'm like, oh, I always have an excuse for why I'm not posting. I'm like, it's time for to just to fucking do it. Be vulnerable, happens, dude. You know, it's the same way when you first start comedy and you're like scared because you're like, I don't want to be that vulnerable. And then you do it and you're like, it's cool. And also like, it doesn't hurt as bad yeah. as you think it will. Yeah. Be vulnerable. Do it. I like it. Fuck yeah. We'll end it there. Momo, where can the people find you? You can find me on TikTok or Instagram or Twitter at Alora Momo. All or a Momo. Hell yeah. Guys, go check him out. Go like his sketch. Go uh, rip it off and destroy the credits. And Please. Honestly, I don't care. Do it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> uh, go follow Momo everywhere. Go check him out. Uh, follow him on Instagram, all that. Go to shows, whatever. You guys know. Thank you so much for listening and watching and tuning in. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Leave a comment. Like and subscribe, you Like fuckers. and subscribe. And I'm going to go take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> take a shit. I'll see you all next week. Bye. Bye.